Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Round six, done and dusted on a Sunday this time. It's a little unusual. We've got the through every game on this weekend and it has been an insane ride. JT here for the Sunday podcast where we'll wrap up uh, the week that was, the weekend that was, and it was, a, as you said, crazy old week. So yet again, like last week, uh, I was joined by Wenon, uh, poor old non-Tedesco owner. Uh, so this time we're, we're mixing it up again. We've got a brand new guest on the podcast. He's been name dropped about three or four times, I think, just this year. <laughs> so probably about time that uh, we put a voice to the name. Uh, we got Shockey, one of my good mates on the line. How Hi, are you, buddy? Hey, everyone. How's it going? Uh, it's just you and me, mate. No need to ask those sort of, <laughs> sort of questions. <laughs> No, but uh, you're part of our Young Legends WhatsApp group. You've been part of that um, Super Coach League League of Gentlemen for a couple of years now. So it's about time you got a call up here because you're not doing too badly in the old Super Coach game this year, are you? How's how's that working out? Oh, after this weekend, I don't. I think I need to reevaluate. That's for sure. De- definitely oh. was a crazy week, JT. Yeah, mate, you're not alone. In, yeah, bored oh. in Teddy. So lovely to see that money go to waste. <laughs> <laughs> well done, mate. Yeah. Oh boy, it's been an absolute shocker on the injury front, left, right, and centre there. But um, bit of background made on you. So you are were, I guess, a mad keen Broncos fan. But now the only thing I hear out of you these days is up the milk. <laughs> Look, I think I'm going to switch allegiances. It's not going too well for the Bronx. But uh, yeah, no. So. I've played Supercoach probably for about 10 to 12 years now. I remember playing back at school. I was listening to uh, the old Benny G's podcast and his intro, and so he was stealing all my lines. He sort of said all the same things that I was going to say, so I don't really need an <laughs> intro. <laughs> How long have you been holding uh, on to that one? <laughs> um, he's also a lot better than me in the old Supercoach rankings, so I can't really rip into him too much, can I? Now, he's had a pretty ordinary week as well now that you speak of it. So it's probably worth um, segueing into a bit of an around the grounds in terms of super coach. Um, so I like to look at how I guess our young legends leagues are filled with all the experts and a lot of the site contributors and yourself. Uh, so currently, of course, winning the round this week, it looked to be Nick again. Somehow that bloke is still flying high. 1179, he's, he's landed on this week. But Didn't know been... who Bradman Best was, but anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep going. <laughs> it's, it's unreal how uh, effective some of sometimes just not knowing that sort of stuff can be because I'm, I'm playing the AFL version of this game. And as you know quite well, I, I hate that sport with a passion. I've probably watched one game uh, forcibly in my life. So I'm um, doing like 300th or something, and I've got no idea yeah, what's I can't going believe on. that, mate. I actually, <laughs> actually haven't seen the photo or you picked to prove it, but. <laughs> right. I'll uh, I'll wait to see how this week pans out because on on the other side it's been a bit of a crazy old time in the AFL with a player testing positive to COVID, a game being uh, postponed completely this week. So normally it's the other way around. Normally NRLs dragging yeah. the chain, but we are absolutely kicking their ass this year. Oh, JT, don't do the early crow. It's gonna <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. I think uh, at least oh, we're not playing mate. Victoria. I guess I don't know. Hopefully, Man, not. as I. As I said that, the heavens opened outside here in Brizzy, so I don't know what I've done. I hope I haven't cursed us. It is bucketing down. <laughs> that comes I think you have. Yeah. No, we are, yeah, we are flying ahead of the AFL this year. No COVID interruptions this week, thankfully. But, um, yeah, just looking around the Supercoach front, so 
a thousand seems to be a pretty good score this mm. week. I mean, it's probably on the bottom end. If you've cracked four figures, you've done well. I think eleven hundred though is probably where you'd want to be sitting to see sort of guaranteed green arrows. So, so luckily for me, I had a bit of a closer tonight with SJ, uh, Corey Horsburgh, yeah, and, and Tommy boy. Turbo. Yeah, so he got me up to eleven fifty-seven before updates. How did you go? Yeah, I'm sitting at 1,044, so you're right. It looks like everyone in our league anyway is above the, the 1K mostly. Um, but, yeah, this afternoon wasn't too great. Had turbo, but obviously next week's not going forward and just got got run down in the head-to-head by Wenin with the old Katoa. Ton oh, up. mate, yeah. miracle. <laughs> we'll see him straight into about uh, 30,000. Katoa's name about 30 times over the past half an hour, but anyway. Yeah, no, he's got to take the small wins when they get there. Um, yeah. Probably a good way, we'll, we'll head, head into, oh, it's, it's an insane week, suspensions and injuries. Normally we go through a couple of names on this podcast yeah. each week and it's it's not been too it's bad, too but oh, the too list many. I've got in front of me, let's let's just run through them. So firstly, I guess suspension. So who, who's been a, a bad boy on the field? Uh, for the Dragons, Jordan Pereira, uh, high tackle. He'll see two weeks out, three possibly if he challenges and is unsuccessful. Uh, Parramatta's Nathan Brown. He's two games back Again. from suspension, and yeah, he's uh, he's been cited for a high tackle that'll see him out for two weeks at a minimum with an early plea. For the Warriors, my boy Wade Egan. Uh, very interesting little moment in this game here yeah, where he eye gouged. Yeah, one to so two weeks. He's they got. cited him right. Mm, so he's- I don't know what's. What's going on there? Yeah, I guess it was pretty damning on that on that footage. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, he's not looking at the player, but the fact yeah. is, just, it just always looks so bad. But after um, Hudson Young uh, ironically made his return from an eye gouge from last year, just this week, it looks like Wade Egan might be our first to see some time on sidelines. Well, about it. the eye gouge after your player Josh McGuire is just always the king of it, isn't he? Yeah, I wonder where he learned that from. Hey, speaking of, Pat Carrigan and Tom Flegger, they're out for the Broncos this week, <laughs> your boys. Uh, both Josh one week. your boy, mate. Uh, he's our grub now, that's, that's fair. Uh, but, yeah, Paddy Carrigan and Tom Flegler, both one-week suspensions, possibly two for Carrigan if he challenges the the charge. Yeah. I don't know. He got Sinbin for this one in, in the game, and that was a bit of a controversial call. I know that they've tried to crack down on it in recent years, but uh, you're staring through this at – through your Maroon goggles, no, no, I guess. I, I kind of agree, but, yeah, I think it's been brought up a few times. I just hope they're consistent. Like, we saw Thurston used to always cop them and didn't seem to get the, the sin bins against him, but Big Pat mm. got, got one on Piercy, I guess. But, yeah, it was really late. I don't know, yeah. probably one week, probably fair enough. I didn't actually see Flagler's or can't remember that. But No, I'm not sure on that one either, yeah. yeah. He's... Uh... A minimum week suspension might be some carryover points there. Uh, and that's that judiciary list is pre-today's games. I didn't see much in there. Uh, a couple of big hits in the Raiders game, but I don't think I uh, saw anything suspension-worthy, but we'll, we'll see no, how that goes. The I'm injury glad, front, though. I'm Oof. glad CPJ didn't get cited, by the way, because I thought that was one of the great tackles. It didn't <laughs> well, too great first, but one of the great tackles. The, probably the only cheer I had on the night. Man, it didn't look good at all. Like it just, it looked from the angle we saw it like a complete shoulder charge. But then they found an angle, yeah. a photo where his arm was wrapping. So that's oh, that's absolutely saved. The old TPK. He's not dirty. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, injuries, mate. Let's let's run through them. There's some real big super coach relevance in this one here. Um, top of my list today. Uh, this is this one is fresh, but Tommy Turbo. The, the troublesome hamstring has gone again. Uh, yeah, so it's a big pop. rubbish news. So uh, grade two, I think they were citing it during the game, so yeah. I'd be interested to see how, how scans go. But uh, he's looking at minimum six weeks on the sideline, if that's the case. So it's into a bit of a, a problem for him and his game, trying to get the consistent. I guess for Manly as well, It's yeah, I, hopefully he can get it all sorted. But it's like once every year, twice every year now. It's not going too good for him. No, that's it. Not at such a young age as well. Got a long career ahead of him. He can't be carrying that sort of nah. consistent niggle. Uh, as well for Manly, what a, what a miracle it was today for him, given that they lost Brad Parker to an HIA very early in the game as well. I think within oh, four I minutes. I think he did. Did he return? Did he? Did someone come? Did he come back to fullback? Uh, I'm probably talking out my ass here. I thought he was at fullback toward the end of the game. Maybe that was someone else. 
Uh, I think that was old mate, um, the other guy. I'm always thinking he's a ranger, <laughs> but uh, yeah, ranger. the non ranger okay. centre. No. Right. Brendan Elliott. Brendan Elliott, I think. Oh, he went back. Right. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he was gone, as well as Dylan Walker. He looks out for eight to 12 weeks after falling awkwardly in a tackle there, doing some damage to his ankle. Um, but, yeah, it's down. Yeah, D-Walks in the wars. But uh, Manly strung, yeah. sort of strung well, a win together somehow. Not many people have Parker or Walker. I think Tommy Turbo would be very much well-owned, so it's not good. Hmm. Uh, for the Tigers on Saturday night, uh, in amongst their demolition of my boys, Alex Twile, big news there, uh, very popular yeah. super coach option just this year, three to six weeks with an MCL um, based on the initial grading. So obviously scans still to come there. But, um, yeah, rough news for, for owners there. I guess you've got to move him on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. well, that's easy. Done. Okay, cool. Uh, for the Tigers as well. On. Yeah, <laughs> Rob Rob Jennings made his return this week. Tommy Talao out with injury. Uh, Robert Jennings has done his hammy as well. Four weeks minimum for him. Zane Musgrove scored an early try. Uh, gold for anyone that still hung on to him. Early mm. season cheapy, but he looks. Uh, I don't think he finished the game out. He had a, a foot injury. Saturday's other game, uh, the Titans had another just shocker with injury there. So they lost young Tottenham appear with a knee injury. Corey Thompson, brand new fullback with an HIA, and Philip Sammy, uh, who filled in, filled in for Corey when he went off. Uh, he went off with a hamstring injury. So, geez, they, they just cannot take a trick, the poor Titans. Uh, Another one, it's, it's fullback season this year. They're just in the news every week for one reason or another. But Teddy on Saturday night um, was killing it as Turbo was yeah. to start the game. And HIA'd, he got absolutely wrecked well, with a capital yeah. W. Oh, that, that, that was first, a tough watch. Yeah, first big run from Sevo all year, I think, and uh, straight over Teddy. Yeah, poor Teddy. He uh, he was in the sheds looking a little sick and sorry, but uh, did get out on the field yeah. after the game. And and I think um, Victor Radley was pretty confident he'd be right, but he's got to pass a six-stage pro- um, protocol assessment during the week. So I think based on what NRL Physio was saying, it's sort of one day for each assessment. So, yeah, it'll be touch and go, but he's got the Dragons this week. So if you're a non-owner, you're, you're crossing fingers that he just takes it easy but if you're an owner and you've also got turbo like i do you, you yep. yeah hoping that okay, we can get out there i think yeah, fingers crossed i think he'll come i think he'll be right mm. yeah we'll see yeah i mean it is the dragons though so yeah depending on how confident the roosters are feeling well that'll probably determine yeah, how how he goes uh the only other couple i've got down from the rabbitos and the warriors so tom amona he's uh Played a couple of games off the bench this year, but looks to yeah, have done an ACL, or which could put him out for the season, unfortunate for him. Eli Katoa in the same game uh, went off with an ankle sprain in the first mm. half, but came back on straight after in the second and, and played the game out, but um, just yeah, wasn't his usual effective self. I think, oh, if I can take a breath, I think that's it for the injury stakes. So a lot happening there. There'll be carnage all over the shop. Team was Tuesday and... Yeah. yeah, well, that, as soon as those uh, that lockout finishes tomorrow, yeah, people will be uh, shifting some things around. Uh, before we get into the game by game, we'll go through our usual rocker, flopper, and shocker of the week. But I've given you your own little segment here, Will, and this is probably something we'll, we'll keep with. Uh, it's not necessarily super coach relevant, and we've pretty much just pinched it off the footy show, and I couldn't think of a <laughs> better <bossy>. title. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Bossy. But, uh, your top three stuff you may have missed from this week. What have you got? Thanks for giving me the comedy segment on my, my first guest appearance, mate. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> expect much. under the bus. <laughs> Didn't expect much uh, technical detailed super coach knowledge, so you're the comedian. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, there was a few things actually, thankfully, because I couldn't, I think it was yesterday or last night, I was like, God, I've got nothing here. Um, <laughs> Fergo with the goods, like how good's Fergo? Like, what a player! Pretty jealous that uh, he's playing for New South Wales right now, but he's so memeable. He's so <laughs> memeable. So you see where he apologised to the cardboard cutout after he hit the ball dead. That was well, a pretty good one the in the, the Roosters game last night. I think NRL right. put that up on their Insta. I didn't expect Fergo to have that kind of wit, but no, good on him. That was. That was gold. And then later on, he uh, did the old fake brawl out the back of the fracas 
in the uh, Nathan Brown, Victor Radley uh, little scuffle. He was out the back, I think, one of the Morris boys um, doing the old fake brawl again. So that was very good. Winding the clock back to whatever it was, 2010, yeah. when they, the Morrises did that in the end goal. Good stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, I mean, Cam Smith, what a player, what a legend, but he can go overboard with the old uh, wanting to ref the game. So I loved it. My second one here where Ashley Klein sort of check-raised him when when Cam challenged, well, didn't end up challenging, but was complaining about a penalty that I think um, uh, the Storm gave away, went up to Ashley and started uh, protesting and then Ashley just check-raised him and said, are you going to challenge it, mate? Are you going to challenge it? That was great. He just walked away. It was brilliant. Yeah, Shut him completely up. Yeah, I think <laughs> they showed it and I don't think that he moved to obstruct him, so I think he would have won the challenge, to be honest. Well, had his chance. And, of course, thirdly here, the back end of the, the Knights game that I don't really want to discuss too much, but this this put a smile on my face. Uh, one of the crowd, the few crowd uh, in the Knights game right at the end when they were slotting over, I think Pong was doing a kick, yelled out the old, you suck, Darius. <laughs> <laughs> and it came through, it came clear, through. As, clear as day. Uh, it was absolutely brilliant. Poor old Darius didn't even contribute to that try being scored either. That was, I think, the Mitchell Pierce one straight through the middle. So, we didn't uh, contribute <laughs> in the game, mate, so... <laughs> oh boy well that's probably a good time we'll take a quick break here and come back in with the around the grounds for each game of the week the good and the bad and uh yeah we'll, we'll try and rush through them ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Alrighty, back now and we'll, we'll go game by game here. What we saw, what was relevant, what was good, what was bad. Let's start with the bad, well, the Knights and the Broncos. Boy, your, your so Friday bad. mornings, your Friday mornings waking up must be bloody rough these days. Yeah, mate. I'm really Knights. sick of the Thursday games. Oh, God. Yeah. Absolute flopper of the week. Anthony Milford, 19 points. I mean, he didn't do much. I don't know what your thoughts were. Yeah, he's he's won this award. I've completely skipped over my own segment here, but uh, no, a good way to bring it back. But flopper of the week, without doubt, Anthony Milford with his 19 points. I think that's his third third game in the teens so far this year. So he's going from absolute strength to strength, and I feel like this award will just be named after him to see the year out. But he's got a decent stretch coming up, and I know there's a few guys hanging on to him, semi. Yeah. Uh, Wilf, obviously, uh, they've, they've still got him. Whether he even plays, you know, is he going to get dropped for Dearden? Like, what's your, what's your read in there? Well, it'd be interesting. I think Seawold after the game said something, and I think it's about time for something to be done. I don't know if it's him or some of the other more senior players, but mate, he's been here five years. He's well, taking us to a grand final. I mean, what's happening right now just kind of isn't good enough from him, and. I, you don't really want to blame it down on him, but I think the coaches have made the call on someone, and I don't think it should be Croft. Hmm. And that's it. Croft's got a yeah, – he's brand new into that yeah. side, whereas Milford's had, had a lot of time in there and been given a fair few opportunities. So whether you move him to fullback even, does he prefer there? I'm well, not, not too sure. I think he could roll the dice on that, to be honest. I mean, Asako's not, not you know, lighting the world on fire. Poor Bird was meant to start there, so Asako didn't really have – the rubber, the green, but yeah, something needs to change. So it, it could be Milford. 
Yeah. In that same game as well, I've got the shocker of the week, and it's one Daniel Saifidi. So he is, he's flown well under the radar here. So 100 and uh, what is it, seven points for the 101 points, I should yeah, say, for this week. So looks like it. Absolutely killed it. And he's made so far 126 grand uh, since round one. So had a break even of 48. So he's going to skyrocket in price there. Um, he's got Origin written all over him, which yeah, is, of he course, does, at the end, sure. of, end of the year. But um, yeah, well done to Daniel Saifidi. 6% owned. So yeah. A very handy pod there. And Rocker of the Week, uh, unfortunately, it looked like being Teddy. It looked like being Turbo, but uh, couldn't stay on the park. And so, it end of the day goes to Damien Cook, who's finally broken through this year. Uh, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. He hasn't quite kicked on with this new six again rule. But on Friday night, he tore the, uh, the poor old Warriors to shreds. So, 108 points for him and looks, uh, well... If that's the way he's going to play the game for the rest of the year, he looks like a guy we'll, we'll be bringing back in very soon. Had a break-even of 85, so he'll make a bit of cash. Um, but, yeah, I was more impressed by, I guess, his eight runs. So over the last um, couple of weeks, he's been running it but not really doing too much. So good to see him finally break through there. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah. 585K, so that's probably as cheap as he's ever going to get in this caper. But... Um, it was funny at the start of the year when everyone was saying, well, not the start of the year, after the, the COVID break, saying, oh, it's, this is laid out for Cook, this new six again rule. And we haven't really seen it, but it looks like Souths are clicking into gear. So probably more to do with that, not really on, on mm-hmm. him. So he probably will keep it up, to be honest. I think I think he would be probably a good buy. Yeah, if only we didn't have to make 700 other trades <laughs> this week. But, um, uh... D Cook, very handy option. Um, all right, let's get into the game. So, as we said, Knights and Broncos, tough one for you to watch there. Uh, a lot of good here for the Knights, so a fair few in the 70s. Mitch Pierce has, uh, I think, had his by far his best game of the year with 100 points and a, a try that he should not have scored at the end there um, very easily uh, no. stepped on through. Kalen Ponga, 78 points, a uh, fair few coming in goals. Didn't quite have you know, as much of an impact as I would have thought on this game. He's, uh, he ran mm. the ball 15-odd times, which is probably a little low for him. Um, yeah, but no try assists, no tries of his own. So, yeah, just purely a line break and a few busts here and there. But, um, yeah, very handy score, and he'll be, for sure, yeah, number one traded in goal. Yeah, well, I think yeah. it's going to be the T-Turbo to... To Ponga will be probably the most trade unless you need to downgrade, but I think that's a probably an easy one. Yep. Uh, Dave Clemmer as well for the Knights bounce back after a very low 39 last week. He hit 75 uh, this time around in around the same old 50-odd minute stint from him, so he was quite handy. Uh, Kurt Mann, if you've still got hold of him, he looked like he would be out with an ankle injury a couple of weeks ago. He's played on through, and he, yeah, he just... He strolled on through for that first try and uh, was heavily involved for the rest of the game, finished with a 72. Now, when you're making guys like Kurt Mann look good, mate, there's there's issues. Yeah, the man animal looks great. I mean, I think he's a good pod. <laughs> if he makes us look, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought he played really well, though, to be honest. I think he was playing a bit better than Pierce. Yeah, true. Uh, he's uh, looks very settled into that um, mm. that role he's got there. So uh, good to see for Final Kurt Mann. And I, yeah, exactly. I blame I blame um, blame Lakey well and truly because at the start of the year he was saying Kurt Mann's rubbish and uh, he won't hold down that spot for longer <laughs> than a week. Thanks, Lakey. Uh, a couple of your boys here in the goods: uh, Xavier Coates runaway try intercept fifty two. So he sees his third game this week. Um, mm. Toss up between him and Hammer Time for the Cowboys for cheapies you could go to this week. Uh, TPJ, he's sixty-two in Supercoach, but gee, I thought that was a pretty, pretty ordinary game NRL-wise. After one or couple of big shots there, uh, he was just throwing dumb offloads. Like I, I don't know, what was your read on it? Yeah, I think he just needs to play a bit more and stop getting suspended every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tonic. Uh, yeah, good. I think he'll he'll. We're not playing good, so I don't don't think he's going to be a hold for the rest of the year or anything like that. But I think he'll have some some good scores to to come. Mm, I think think Coates is probably a good buy. I mean, yeah, probably talking through my my maroon tinted glasses here, but it looks like we're kicking to him a lot, and he's he's gun in the air. And look, I think the past couple of weeks he's been like our focus in attack. So I think he could. Mm. 
could continue to be yeah, good cheapy. Yeah, you got a, a reasonable run coming up, so we'll see. Yeah. If you can't turn it around here, you probably, like my side, never will. Um, for the bad, and he's, I don't think, ever been in this list, but Payne Haas, just 54, and he was, was he your captain this week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. that's a, a really low score, and I can't quite work out what it was. He got downgraded after the game, so I think he was sitting on around 60 or so, which usually means he'll up, uptick to nearly 70. But, yeah, just uh, 10 runs all game, which is very low, 39 tackle points with a few misses in there. So, I mean, I guess the game is a bit scrappy and yeah. Yeah, not a lot going for him. No offload. And I think when he makes that many tackles, a bit like Lolo, like he's just not as damaging with the with the ball. So probably a, just to forgive him and keep playing him. Mm. And had a had a stint as well. I think he ended up through yeah. fifty nine minutes. So um, again, not not the eighty we're used to seeing from him. Uh, Anthony Milford, we've talked about him nineteen points. How hilarious! Uh, Bradman Best had his quietest game so far. So didn't um, didn't find the line this game. Uh, they were going down man's edge pretty much the whole yeah. whole night. So not a lot for Bradman to do, but um, still made fourteen runs, which is what you want to see from a, a centre wing. You'll occasionally get this sort of game, I guess. So. Fortunately, the average dips yeah. below that 90, but you know, we had to expect that. The life of a centre gets a 38. Yeah, I think he's still... <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be this year sort of Zeri. I think he's going to score a lot of tries this year. So. Hmm. No, I do. I like the look of the Knights. Uh, it's Friday's game. We we got to watch this one in the pub. It was a, it was a good little night out, this one. But uh, 6 p.m. game, the Rabbitohs... Uh, in the end, tailing up the Warriors 40-12, to 12, but it was a little closer than that uh, throughout the game. A fair few contentious calls and, and tries the Warriors probably should have scored. Um, but, yeah, you've got, you've got to take those chances, I guess. As we've said at the at the top, so rocker of the week, Damien Cook, 108 through his eight runs, uh, scored a try as well, set one up. He was all over it. Uh, Torhu Harris, my guy. of um, boy. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought he was—he he broke the line. Um, yeah, could have just passed over the top, but it got intercepted or knocked down. So there was a try assist going Wasn't there. That the forced dropout you wanted, or you wanted? Yeah, that's a fair call. Uh, that's that's true, actually. He uh, threw the ball; it got knocked down by the Rabbitohs' defence, and then forced in goal. So I think, uh, in fairness, of I've, I've, yeah, I didn't don't don't see it in his score currently, and that's an absolute rort. Uh, Harry Grant clearly didn't deserve oh, no. one the other echoes, day. Echoes of that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, I don't think that's a, that's a <laughs> as much as I'd, as much as I'd love it. But uh, it, was, it would be hilarious if uh, I got it and, and Wilfred. Never got Harry Grants, but um, can't do that to the poor boy. Uh, but, yeah, Torhu, he just moved all over the park as well. He's, he was starting off in the middle, then he shifted to the edge. I think he covered mm. for Katoa at times. Uh, didn't play out the 80, so got a 10-minute spell for Blair. But, um, yeah, he looks uh, rusted on at this stage until at least Jazz comes back. Yeah. For the for the bunnies, um, fair few points on offering here, so you expect to see the likes of Latrell with his seventy-one, uh, but just the ten runs. So again, not huge for a fullback, um, but it's I guess the quality of his involvement. So a couple of tries is there, and uh, yeah, he was a bit upset in the sheds. Yeah, I mean, good on him. He's really turned it around after I guess getting blasted at the start of the year. You know, with his fitness or whatever. I think that the crow was on him, but. And last two weeks, he's been unreal. So, good yeah. on you, Latrell. No, well done, turning the corner. So, I brought him in this week. I'm relatively happy with that one. Yeah. Uh, Cam Murray for Bunnies as well, 68. Uh, no real attacking stats, though, I don't think. But, again, a 60-minute spell. So, he's finding some form in the middle, back in that lock jersey. Cody Walker had a bit of a roller coaster sort of yeah, game. So, he, he was <laughs> sin-bin at one point. <laughs> Came back out, scored a try, and had a hand in two others. Finished with a sixty-three. But um, yeah, without that sin bin, he's probably flying. Yeah, for sure. I'm surprised that's still that low for the try to assist. Yeah, mm. but I guess I missed the minutes too. Yeah, that's a fair call. Um, but he'll be on his third game this time around. That five-eight spot looks a bit of a lottery this year, so he'll have a fair few looking at Cody over the coming weeks. A um, couple of bad ones. Uh, Katoa, as we said, ankle injury uh, first half. So saw his way just to twenty-seven points, but did find his way back out there on the sec- in the second half. So played the game out, which is good to see. Um, but a guy here that's just fallen so far off the radar. RTS 
26 he finished with, came into this week with a break even of 92, and it's averaged only 45 this year. Um, in a year where fullbacks are just know, killing it. premium. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, it's, it's good. Just, I guess it's one less decision, but I don't know. I, I guess we're just used to seeing him being a bit more, I don't know, productive attacking-wise. I just haven't seen it. I, I don't think he's playing bad or anything, though. I just don't no. think it's, you know, I think the worry is maybe he's just not getting the service, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, there's uh, interesting times ahead for the Warriors with the coach sacking and oh, all that. Unbelievable. Uh, Can't believe that sacking. Feel so yeah, sorry for the uh, guy. Yeah. Completely out of the blue. So obviously a fair bit more to it than than what we've um, been led to believe in the media and that after I think they were saying it was oh the, the one bad loss against the bunnies, but um yeah, after a big win last week against competition heavyweights, the Cowboys. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> the shootout game. No, oh, but it's one of the toughest jobs. I mean, they've had to come over to Australia, have fighting through this pandemic, living away from their families. I mean, they haven't done too badly, right? Like pretty much everyone had wrote, written them off and uh, they've mm. won a couple of games. This wasn't too much of a drubbing. I mean, there was a couple of yeah, contentious calls, like I said, at the start. So, I don't know, there must be something deeper with Stephen Kearney for sure. Yeah, I think there was even a betting market on whether the Warriors would win another game this year, which the, you've gone out and won two. So, yeah, absolutely exceeding expectations. But um, interesting time ahead to see time ahead to see what happens with matchups and who plays where and, and that sort of thing. But uh, we'll see how that goes for them. Friday's, Friday's second game, we were probably about eight beers into it by the time this one rolled around. Shout out Winghouse. Uh, Storm getting done by the Penny Panthers, 21 to 14. This is a surprise result. Yeah, for sure. I, I kept always thinking watching this that the Storm were just going to come back. But, I mean, we, we could have kind of seen it coming. I think the Panthers really took the, the Eels last week, took them right to the end, and, you know, Christian Crichton just got burnt by Wunga Blake twice. So I think the Panthers are the real deal back with Cleary back. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's it. Cleary finished with – he was a, had a quiet game last week, but he got a 76 this time around, a, a kick – Try assist to Billy Kickow and then a, uh, a field goal, a couple of forced dropouts, I think, there. So he um, did quite well. I was a bit worried about this matchup, but uh, he came through pretty handily. On the other side of the ledger, Cam Munster, 105. So yeah, uh, watching wow. this game, watching this game, you know, uh, he wasn't running it a, a great deal. But if you look at some of his stats here, two try assists, three line break assists, three busts, two offloads, 29 tackles, um, just the seven runs. But um, yeah, that, that's Cam Munster. He's a bit of an all-rounder, but it's amazing. He has this 100-point game and he'll go out next week and score a 40. Yeah, he's a bit like that. But it's a bit like the Storm at the moment as well. Like they're finally coming back to the pack, I, I think. I, I don't want to say it too early because they will probably make the grand final yet again. But yeah, yeah. Munster's really in form. I think the, the six-again thing, he's just sort of playing a bit of footy and I think he's the one running around. Now Cam's sort of ageing. I, I don't think he gets much help next to him and with his halves partner. So big Cam, I think, is a massive 5-8 shout. Yeah, interesting. Uh, for the Panthers, fair few options here for people. Coro uh, 76, Yo, 70. Mansour, 57 with a tri-assist yeah. down that edge there. Um, so, again, a, a lowish sort of score for yeah. Mansour, but... Um, given he scored a try last week and an assist this week, uh, I thought he'd have a higher ceiling than that. But you're not too, you're not miserable at a 57 against the Storm, I guess. So you'll take that. Definitely bad for this game. Ryan Pappenhausen. This was oh. the week. This was the week <laughs> to get rid of him. And if you didn't, I guess on the brighter side, after his 25 here, it means you've missed a Teddy and Turbo sort of injury. But um, yeah, 25, he's just not kicked on at all this year. So I've got him in draft, but I sold him this week. Um, I sold him last week, I should say, to Teddy. Uh, yeah, I haven't looked so back I. there. Yep, so we've made the, a right call there. But sooner or later, he's going to explode. He's just taken his time. Yeah, probably a bit like the RTS is what we were saying before, just just not really happening for him. I don't know, he's not really breaking the line and, and running with that that unreal acceleration like we normally see. I don't know if it's, yeah, I think it's just the Storm aren't playing too well again. Mm. Yeah, you'd think they'll be back eventually, but yeah. um, we'll see. Uh, for the only other bat I've got down here is Billy Kickow. So, scored a try and played 70 minutes, but could only get 52. So, I think you've got him, right? Yeah, I've got Kickow. 
I mean, I was cheering very loud when he when he scored that try. <laughs> I was not expecting a kick out catch, but yeah, I, I think I've got to move him on. Right, that, that's too low. His base is his base is just awful, I guess. Yeah, and he's also he's, um, splitting the minutes now. You've got um, Liam Martin there, Go, yeah. who's playing eighty minutes as yeah. well. JFH obviously plays big minutes there, so it looks like he's the one um, missing out. We've got the bunnies next week as well. Uh, Tigers after that, so and then the sharks. So they're all like relatively handy opposition as well. But um, yeah, Kikau is just a bit of a roller coaster this year. Uh, and mentioned Cam Smith hit his first game below seventy all year with a fifty nine. Um, but yeah, the back chat from the referee was absolute gold. Highlight of the game. Yeah, he'll be Saturday, back today. Saturday, big game here, Dragons and the Titans, 20-8 to eight to the Dragons. It was one of the worst games I think I've watched <laughs> probably since um, probably since Dragons and Bulldogs a couple of weeks ago. But, um, yeah, scrappy old affair. But we finally saw Zach Lomax rack up an attacking stat. So he finished the game with uh, – oh, I've got him down for 74 here, but I think he got updated today. Um, but, yeah, broke the line for the game's first try, fed the ball from – Dufty. So that was Wenon's big buy of the week. And Dufty himself finished with a handy 75 points there. So it's nothing like a good old Titans game to bounce back to a bit of form there. But if you've got Lomax and yeah, Pod Dufty this week, as Wenon did, you're, you're cheering. Yeah, the I guess he would be. But you'd probably be wanting more, right? I mean, against the mm-hmm. Titans away, you finally turned the corner last week against the Sharks. You probably want a bit more from Dufty and Lomax in, I guess, a win, but uh, it's not too bad. No, I mean, the, neither of them made so – yeah. Lomax only made the one error. Like it, it, it was an interesting game. Dufty himself looked like he'd break through a number of times um, but just pulled down in the last-ditch sort of tackle. Lomax got four goals as well. That boosted his score. But, um, yeah, I was – yeah, expecting a, a, a ton from someone in this game. I don't know who it was going to be, but Lomax topped the scoring at 86. So I think most people, if you still had him, you definitely played him on that matchup. So you're nope. happy there. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know what I'm thinking, man. Who'd you play over him? Uh, I've got Yeo, Mansour. Oh, I played your boy Hammer. I played your oh. boy Hammer over him. That's who I played him. We'll get to that. That was a very yeah. Uh, surprising one here, um, well, not really too surprising, I guess, but Moaki Fotowaka, 75 points, and he's just kicking on this year. Yeah, so three round, three round average, three round average of 70 coming into this game here. Played the one game off the bench to start the season, but since then has gone 87, 67, 57, and now the 75. So he's going from strength to strength. And with Twal now, looking on the sidelines for a couple of weeks. He firms it's a pretty handy option to replace him. Any love from you? Mate, agreed. I'm just thinking that. I think it's going to be the twelve to Fodawaker for sure as well. I mean, unless we get any other uh, news on twelve, it won't be, it won't be, you know, the three to six weeks. I think Fodawaker is a buy for sure or even a bit of an upgrade from some of the other cash cows in your prop. Maybe a yep. Carrigan, I don't know. Yeah, Carrigan, if he's out a, a week or so, yeah. and he's he's going to have a pretty high break even coming back as well. So he could be, yeah, Malaki with a, he's only going to be 500 odd K, uh, break mm. even to 57 heading into this week. So he's cleared that, should maybe go to about 520 or so. So very affordable. Um, other one I've got here for the good, Jai Arrow, 64, mostly base. Again, uh, nothing too exciting from him, but I guess he's, he's not the most, the, yeah. Highest of your problems if you've still got him there, but definitely not kicking on as, as owners would have hoped. Uh, for the bad, so it's unusual you get a 56 in here, but Cam McInnes, hugely traded in option this week, uh, mm. given his form to start his season. And coming up against the Titans in this new roving running role that he's got, you thought he's going to open himself up to a fair few attacking stats, but didn't quite turn out that way. Um, yeah, so the 56, he's ended up on 58, a couple of, a couple of runs in there, but I guess he's just not doing the tackling that. Yeah, exactly. I think it's the tackling and just sort of getting into the game a bit more. I think he's probably working, working out what to do, how to play, how to get involved where I think, you know, when he plays the 80 at dummy half, I think, you know, he's been playing that for years and is finally, finally smashing it there. So yeah, Yeah. we'll see with McInnes. Interesting times ahead with Jack DeBellin and potentially 
uh, something happening with his court case and getting thrown out or, or whatever I'm hearing oh, really? there. So, yeah, if that, um, that happens this week. Inter- very interested to see what happens with JDB, who's been training with the side, is apparently ready to go and one of their weapons. So if he comes back in and starts at lock, maybe that ends the McInnes to uh, second row experiment. But so far it's been working okay. But, yeah, keep your eyes out for yeah, that Yeah, that's one. a strange one. That's a big wait and see. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it could be early this week that that all gets played out if what I'm hearing is correct. So interested to see how that all, all goes down. Uh, other bad I've got here, Terrell Fuimono. Ended up getting a bit of an upgrade here to 36, but um, poor old Styles. He missed Bradman Best last week. If you listen to the Tuesday pod I had with him, <laughs> missed Bradman Best by the skin of his teeth uh, a minute after lockout and ended up having to go for little old uh, Fui. And Fui got a, yeah, bit of a rough run the last couple of weeks uh, i think his run as a cash cow has well and truly come yeah. to an end rough stuff for stasi uh oh, i didn't want to get here but tigers 36 defeating the cowboys 20 i can't speak on this mate i'm just gonna throw it to you <laughs> can you in a very short like minute or so just run through this game and then we'll never speak of it again mate i've had to talk to the bronx this is one of our worst years <laughs> I mean, I I didn't catch this game. I watched some of the highlights today, but in one one of my chats, um, everyone was just uh, loving Grant, saying he looks like a player, he looks like a a Queensland uh, dummy half option. So I think Grant, everyone's probably bought him that week a couple of weeks ago. So glad to see him rolling out the scores. Uh, no foe. I mean. I think it one is one of Nick's pickups from the start of the year, wasn't it? He just yeah, went from strength to strength. Yeah, seventy eight. He ended up on, so oh, he was wow. sitting at sixty. So I think they missed a line break assist and a few busts. So yeah, seventy eight. Mm. Nice one, Cowboys. <laughs> Mate, a drinky had a drinky had a good game. I mean, anyone that held him, I think I, I had to hold him. He got it. What a ninety one. Good for him. What are your thoughts on him going forward or you just you really don't want to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, I, I traded him out this week for SJ, oh, no. which ended up ended up okay. Oh. Um, but no, the, the thing with Drinky, and I'm watching this from a Cowboys fan's perspective, not a super coach one, and his defense is fucking ordinary. Like the way he shot out of the line and then not yeah. even putting a hand on some of the Tigers' forwards strolling over was just disgraceful. Uh, one of the worst halves <laughs> I've ever watched in my time. And do you know the worst part was I'd went over for a little little culture catch-up with a few mates, uh, one of them being Timmy, who's been on this podcast before, a massive Tigers fan. So we're sitting there in his house, so I can't say anything, can I? And I'm watching this whole thing go down, and he's one of the loudest people you've ever watched a game of football with in your life. So I'd be sitting there watching that unfold, and in my ear I've got this Tigers fanatic just yee-hawing. It, uh, it was a tough old slog. But, oh, yeah. You would have taken that well, mate. I, I, what can you do at the end of the Did day? Did you leave just got... the house like you leave the chats all the time? <laughs> wow. Wow, mate. Moving on. That's... Did set you up for that one. Well played. Well played. It's an easy one. Easy target. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, other than that, Lolo got like 70-odd um, but spilled the ball off the first run of the game 76 he finished with but that just about summed it up he still doesn't look 100 percent. who else let's go to the bad the cowboys the whole top whole side every single one of them cohen hess uh finished with 48 so he's uh, he's due a trade out over the coming weeks it was bang on his break even which is okay um hamizo had a yeah, rough start he just got smashed nearly every run. Opened up a little bit for him in the second half, so he finished with a couple of attacking stats and 37. Uh, but, yeah, he would have been, I think, you're not alone in playing him this week. So tough, tough stretch there. Um, Twile, we mentioned MCL injury at the top of the pot, so he finished with just the 29, 29 points. Think, yeah. yeah, which stings, break even a 55. He'll lose a bit of cash and looms a trade-out, but um, has yet has done pretty well to start the year, so you can't can't complain too much if you own him there. Uh, the other one here, I've got Ben Hampton, the bad. So he stepped onto the field for about 10 minutes uh, while we had a, a, 
with knee of injuries and could have scored a try but stepped on the line, classic Cowboys, and saw his way to two points. So I held on to him thinking he'll get like 20 minutes spell at dummy half, make a few tackles, hit his break even to 23. He missed it by a mile. <laughs> and that, that, uh, that stings. Hopefully yeah, I don't, he's going to be a trade-out if he gets named again at 14 this week. So with a few injuries, Kyle Felt picked one up. In the game as well, a little leg cut. I'm not sure if he'll miss any game time, but if he does, hopefully it's Hampton onto the wing and can salvage some points so I don't have to trade him. But, yeah, anyway, let's move on. Never speak of that one again. Savior off. The old saviour, Morgan. <sighs> Val and McLean are a week away, so they won't play this week. Morgan, just the time keeps getting blown out. It was two weeks and four, now it's six to eight. Um, yeah, I think yeah. his shoulder is... His shoulders had it. So this is the year that it just gets fixed up. But uh, it's, it's a problem every year for the poor bloke. But, um, yeah, he's, he's a while away. So I think if you've got Cowboys in, in your side, we've got a horrible run coming up. So get rid of him outside of the hammer. Yeah, I think it's uh, Lolo only, I think. Well, yeah, true. Sorry, Lolo. I forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> Roosters 24 defeating the Eels 10. So you saw a couple of ordinary games on the Saturday. Finished oh, off what a game this was. And the Brewster's just found a way to win out of um, backs to the wall. Basically, once you saw Sevo go over and Teddy go off, you thought the Eels are going to run away with yeah. it here. But, I mm. definitely said, I said that in the chat and I got told up two minutes later, like, how good are the Roosters? It's unreal. Uh, just the, the way that they can just transform players, I don't know, I think it was maybe Rob Sutherland, someone put up on Twitter, like, what the hell did the Bulldogs do? Were they just giving the Morris Twins Valium for the entire two or three years know, that they had like them? 2020, I remember Brett Morris getting, what, top try score 2010. Ten years later and they're still he's still as good as ever. Like, I don't know, like, was he just in the wrong environment, the dogs? Uh, uh-huh. sort of thing. I guess it's weird. You're going from, you know, guys like, um, yeah. oh, I can't even, I can't <laughs> dig too deeply. Yeah. <laughs> like, Lucky I honestly cannot, that's it. I can't throw stones given we've just talked about my side. But yeah, um, Brett Morris, 71 super coach points. So he had a negative 55 break even, which at 560k. Yep, insane. So I said, like, yeah, surely he's just been scoring tries left, right and centre and has to dry up eventually, but it's not. So <laughs> Brett Morris, who would have thought? Uh, 2020, he's, he's one of the gun uh, super coach centre wings. Um, his, his brother, Josh, did handle it as well, 96 points. Yeah, um, wow. Daniel Tupo, Daniel Tupo, 94. Um, again, he had a quiet week last week, but this week was his turn for a couple of tries. Um, Teddy's the big one, obviously, here. He found his way to 63, which uh, you're not – complaining too much about there given he missed probably i think it's 20 25 minutes at the end of the game but um he was carving them up so it could have been anything again this one but 63 i've captained him as a fair few people would have um yeah not not the worst option at the end of the week but yeah quiet one for him angus Crichton, 65 a little quieter for him after he's just been doubling up over the last couple of weeks uh yeah it's probably all it for the, the Roosters. Yeah, I think you, you want to be all over them. They're just scoring for fun. I mean, this this new rules, I mean, I don't want to say they're a bit late because I'm sure the, the money's going up for, for the likes of Brett and Josh and Tupo and Crichton, but God, like, if, you, if you've if got any spare cash and you, you're tossing it up, I'd bring them in. They're just scoring for fun. Like, if, if we held the grand final tomorrow, like, there's no team that's going to beat the Roosters right now. They're, they're going that well. Yep, and we play them in a couple of weeks, which is just <laughs> I, I don't want to watch it. But yeah, anyway, uh, for this one for the Parramatta Eels, Ryan Madison was was the go to again. Ninety one points, just offloads. I don't own him, and I need to bring him in at some stage, probably this week if I can. But he'll be nearly seven hundred k offloads at will. Got three in this game, six tackle busts, forty seven tackles, and he's run the ball thirteen times, which is just every stat you want to see from a, a second roller that plays on the edge. So well done to Maddo there, Nathan Brown ninety five. That's got to be his biggest score for quite a while, but um, yeah, sees himself on the he's sidelines sided, again. Yeah. I don't, I don't so, know. I didn't think it was too bad, but he probably will get a week with all of the carryover or previous sight sighting or whatever. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Uh, the bad I've got here, Mitch Moses, 26 points. That yeah, I mean, he was playing the Roosters and they didn't get a lot going in the first half, but the second half was all Dylan Brown um, on that edge there and, and Maddo 
setting a few things up. Moses is just playing a bit part sort of role at this stage. Um, hasn't really done much since the COVID break, but um, just got to hold him until he comes up against a weak opposition because he's a flat track bully. Um, I think one of your mates is a crush yeah, in the chat that we that. have. <laughs> I just hates him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hates him so much and, yeah, I own him. And, yeah, I think you're right. I'm, I, there's too many other fires to blow out, but I probably would move him on to Dylan Brown. Probably, Dylan Brown seems to be the my, better of the two options right now, but mm, yeah. you've got to keep Moses, I guess. Yeah, I mean, scores of 59, 56 and 55, so they're not the worst, but the 26 is definitely his uh, poorest output for the year. Um, Sunday, so a huge couple of uh, games here. Wow. Raiders getting done by Manly out of nowhere. Did not see this result coming uh, about five minutes into the game, but uh, Manly found a way to win. Courtesy of, I guess, Tommy Turbo at the start of the game was just howling. Uh, the Raiders up, scored a try and set one up of his own. He was well on his way to a ton before that unfortunate hammy injury. 77 points from him before updates. Uh, no one else really from the, the Manly side is too relevant there. Fanua Blake, again, a starting effort with to power out with a 61. And he'll upgrade a fair bit there, but um, he was pretty handy. For the Raiders, uh, Elliot Whitehead, 101. So that's come out of He's nowhere. I only draft. I own him in draft and I was playing you this week, but you also own Tommy Turbo and I played Philip Sammy for some reason. So I think I've been uh, pumped by you there. Interesting you bringing up draft. Uh, I was going (laughs) to drop this into the pod, but you did it for me, mate. I think I can throw it 40 ahead. Uh, Hopefully tomorrow there's no crazy updates. Thanks for playing, mate. Right. Well, you beat me, I think, in every head-to-head I've played you this year across our few leagues, like by 10 or less points. So I'm a bit over it. Um, It's probably why I've brought you on, mate, just give you some sort of of celebration. But, yeah, nothing other than that really caught my eye in this. Yeah, well, it's such a low-scoring game. I mean, I was listening Mm. to it on the Triple M um, radio call and, yeah, it just seemed very grindy. I I caught it last 10 minutes or so. But I think the Raiders, to be honest, are probably – uh, probably should have won the game. I think Croker just dropped it after catching a, a bomb. Uh, Raps just went out right at the end. So they they went over to win, but obviously both got got denied. But mm. I think the Raiders, yeah, they're not looking too strong, unfortunately. Like you and I know someone who works for the Raiders, he, he wanted to leave the chat today. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a common thing. It's There's nothing worse than being in a group chat when your team has gotten pumped, mate, and that's happened to us an awful lot this year. Luckily, you've got Wenon, of who backs you up with every Broncos thing. I've only got Benny G, who's too busy watching bloody AFL. Uh, so you can hand in his Cowboys membership, Benny G. Uh, what have we got? George Williams, 30 yeah, points. 30, I'm looking at that. Yeah, but he still looked good. I didn't mind his game. Yeah. Uh, he was the one that put up the kick that Croker just spilled before the line and, and did look handy there, but most of his points were from tackling. Uh, Kotrick, 18 points, very uninvolved. Uh, it's a bit of a pod play at this stage of the year, but uh, not getting the job done. Yeah. And my boy, Corey Horsburgh. Corey's yeah, made him way back. I'm, I'm surprised the old uh, dodgy sausages didn't make it into the top uh, <laughs> stuff you may have missed. That's but, right. yeah. Missed the game last week with Gastro, found his way back out there. He got 53 before updates. He did throw about three offloads. I should update to around the 60 mark, which is pretty handy given some of the front row carnage we've got. So last game. Last game. I'm so surprised. Sorry to cut you in there, JT. Garrick, 26. I mean, last Mm. year is so promising. I think I have him in draft and and he's goal kicking. But I think the Eagles are just – Winning with like sort of low scores and things like that. It's not really clicking into gear, not really going down his side. Um, no. Saruna, 56. It's good on him. I think he scored though. Yeah, he got put over by Tommy in that, mm. that first half. So, yeah, I think he's, he's a 171K option. So he's played his second game this week. So he'll have his third next week. But, yeah, he's flown under the radar a bit. We've all been looking at Coates and the hammer, but Tavita uh, Funa. A uh, fair few injuries creeping about there. So I wonder if you hold his spot down. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, I think that's probably, probably it. About it. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I've missed I missed another segment at the stop at the start of the pod. So trade <laughs> fail. God, I'm, I'm useless at these these things. As you can tell. <laughs> How long have we been doing this? 
Uh, three three rounds. <laughs> I think ever since I've done it, we've lost every every game, so I should stop it. But yeah, trade fail of the week. Uh, someone traded out Ryan Madison to Curtis Sirenen. What? Like, Why? I, I don't get what these people are doing. Like Curtis Sirenen, I think he was injured last week, um, found his way back. He got 51, but it's Madison, who's Mato, yeah. premium second rower, and then Curtis Sirenen. Interesting play. I don't know what uh, Nana Zero was doing, but uh, good on her. Probably still above me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Let's let's get through this last one quickly. We'll beat the hour mark. Uh, Sharks getting the job done over the Bulldogs. Crazy odd game this one. Bulldogs had a chance to win it at the death, just fell short. Um, for the Sharkies, as we said, Sione Katoa, 111 points, three tries. Uh, I think Lakey, Wenon, and Wilf all had him. So our group chat was pretty much nothing but Katoa. For yeah, exactly. Hour. I just read Katoa for about an hour. Yep. So well done to him. Uh, the, he's playing on the edge that um, the Sharks are favouring at, at the moment. So it was on the end of a, a couple of handy balls, one from Townsend and a couple from Johnson, including a kick. So SJ himself got 72, missed a couple of goals, could have been 80. Um, but no, I'll take that as a, a new addition to the side. Um, what else have we got? Matt Moylan made it back out for his first game in a while. Uh, 23 points and went off for an HIA after getting destroyed. He got dropped. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> I mean, good, news, good news for him is that he's made it out. I guess bad news for Will Kennedy owners. So Kennedy was named at fullback this week, but obviously Moylan. Uh, the mail was that he'd be right to play and that's how it played out. So hopefully Kennedy makes it back at some stage because Moylan just doesn't look like he's he's going to hang on to that spot for too long uh, before he gets injured. For what else? We've got Toby Rudolph, 41 points. You're happy with that. Uh, yeah. He's probably nearing his end. Uh, he had an 11 break even heading into this week, so one or two price rises left. Uh, hopefully you can ch- keep churning out the cash. Uh, Britt Nakora, 27 points, including a sin bin. So he was one of Wenon's big picks. Uh, so you win some and you lose a lot if you're Wenon in 2020. <laughs> He'll he'll, uh, he'll come good. Jesse Ramian on that same edge, the edge that was meant to do everything, 41 points. It's basically just pass it to Katoa. So those poor guys are going to get cut out. But the doggies, 74 points from boy Will Hopawadi. So I've been spruiking him as a bit of an option over the last couple of weeks now that he's back to fullback. Uh, I don't think he watched this game, but he looked pretty dangerous, ran a couple of good lines there, uh, was very handy at the back. So 74 points, not a huge score, might update a bit there, but um, definitely one I'm keeping my eye on, hopefully before he goes to ballistic. Do you like a bit of Hopper? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't watch this game, but 74, topping the, topping the dogs, and yeah, I think he's looking strong at the back there. I, don't, I guess... I guess he's a player. You probably want Katoa more, but, yeah, who knows? I don't uh, think you really want anyone from the dogs, <laughs> to be honest. Well, I, I think I'll pass on him. Yeah, fair call. The one you do probably want, or if you haven't got him now, maybe he still is an option, but Jake Avarillo. Yeah. So he was he was a cheapie at the start of the year, came off the bench and has now played his way into that starting side. Uh, negative four break even, and he's finished with a 63 before update 62 before updates so he had a cracker of a game it looks very dangerous with the ball in hand um so again all these center wing cheapies and just no trades to bring them all in no um but yeah he's uh he's done very well for himself that's probably the end of our round wrap mate we've nearly gone the hour i thought we'd get it done in half an hour but we just love chatting um I don't know if you've listened to some of our lockdown ones, but usually get the guest on, especially for their first time, to close the pot out with a bit of a song. So I know you've had a couple of beers and you've warmed up the vocal cords and I've heard you at this karaoke before. Up. So if you could give us <laughs> in no honour of doing this. <laughs> in honour of our sides, basically 2020 is over for them and it's been an ordinary run. Can you give us a bit of Everybody Hurts by REM to close us out? No, I will not do that. I'll do a bit of <laughs> Where the Broncos, the mighty Broncos. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no. that's that's uh, you haven't been singing that one for a while, but you got the Titans this week, so who knows? But no, thank you very much. I'm a bit disappointed at the end there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> need more you told me I might have done it. <laughs> uh, we'll see, we'll get you back next time, mate. That's no, been good fun. Thank you very much for jumping on, mate. Uh, hopefully, if I catch you in a head to head later down the track, I'll be a little more prepared next time. But uh, no, you're going well, so we'll see. Uh, thanks again for coming on. My pleasure, mate. And I'll chat to you next time, mate. A couple of big uh, podcasts coming up this week, Teamless Tuesday and Trades. Don't miss them. Have a good one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 